Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Friday morning, October 22nd. It's going to be a great day. I hope you're ready for God to be with you, to walk with you, to strengthen you and bless you today. He will. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along as we get into the Word of God each day here. Talk about some scripture and pray over it and trust God build, will build his word into our lives. We've been talking about why do people walk away from the faith? Why do people leave the faith? Of course, I focus a little bit on, I focus a bit more on younger people, college age people. That's where my ministry has been over the years. But these principles do apply to all people, although some of my illustrations will be with younger people. We start today with 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Bad company corrupts good morals. I'd like to talk today a bit about friends. The Bible has much to say about friends. We need friends. You need friends. We are made to be social creatures. Indeed, God's greatest commandments. Love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love our neighbor as ourselves. We can't do that if we're isolated. That, that just cries out for relationship, for friendship, that we love him and that we love other people. And so friendships are good. Relationships are good. We want to develop them. But they can be dangerous. They can be beneficial or they can be dangerous. Proverbs 13 verse 20 tells us this. He who walks with wise men will be wise but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Very interesting. There's something that rubs off on you. You walk, you live, you conduct your life with wise people, you become wise. You walk, you live, you conduct your life with foolish people, you suffer harm. You become foolish. Uh, the people around us rub off on us. I've often said to young people, you you can choose your friends, but you cannot choose whether or not your friends will influence you. That will happen. Let me say it again, and everyone needs to understand this. You need to teach this. You need to believe this yourself and teach this as well to your children. You can choose your friends, but you cannot choose whether or not your friends will influence you. This is why the who we choose to be our friends is so very, very, very important. You choose godly friends, you choose uh, loving friends, you choose good friends, they will lift you up, they will bring out the best in you, they will, they will, uh, they will use, there will be, be positive peer pressure to be a good person, to do the right thing. You choose bad friends, they'll bring out the worst in you. There will be peer pressure to do the wrong things. People often talk about the problem of peer pressure. Well, it's only a problem if you've got the wrong peers. If you've got the right peers, peer pressure can be a beneficial thing. It can keep you out of trouble. It can lift you up during your, your weak moments. It can look, lift you up during times of discouragement and difficulty. And so it's so important that you pick good friends. It's so important you help your children pick good friends. It's so important that you talk to your kids about what a good friend looks like and what a bad friend would look like and help them be wise in their choices of friends. Um, <clears throat> now, I regularly run into Christians 
who tell me that Jesus was the friend of sinners. And therefore, they want to be the friend of sinners. Okay, that's fine. But realize Jesus wasn't just hanging out with the prostitutes and tax collectors. He wasn't talking about the latest strategies to, to uh, rip off the, the taxpayers, nor was he talking about how to pick up a, 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 you know, another with the prostitutes about how to be successful in their business. No, Jesus valued all human beings. And so he didn't avoid human beings. He, he didn't have that holier-than-thou attitude of you're unclean and I can't touch you. Remember with the Pharisee and when uh, I believe it was Luke 7, when, he, when the, the, the immoral woman came in, fell at his feet, washed his hair, washed his feet with her tears and washed and dried his feet with her hair. And Jesus commended her because she was forgiven much and loved much. Now she wasn't going to, you know, he wasn't going to go off with her that night and go hang out with her as she plied her business. No. Jesus went to the he went to all people to bring them to repentance to bring them to salvation. We find this in the attitude in, in the life of the apostle Paul where he tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 we'll start with verse 19. Though I am free from all men I have made myself a slave to all so that I might win the more. That's why he did it. To the Jews I became a Jew that I might win the Jews. To those under the law, as under the law, though I might, though not be myself under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, though not being without the law of God, but under the law of Christ, so that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might, I, that I may by all means save some. I do all things for the sake of the gospel, so I may become a fellow partaker of it. Folks, he wasn't just hanging out with them. He wasn't just affirming them. He was seeking to win them, seeking to win them. He went as an influencer, not to be influenced. And I I found that many of the people say, well, Jesus was the friend of sinners, and they hung out with them. If they have that evangelistic spirit, great. If they're there evangelizing, great. Because it won't be long that if they're really speaking the truth, there won't be long before those sinners they're hanging out with will either A, repent and come to Christ, or B, won't, they will reject they will reject them. They won't want to be friends. They, the, the darkness doesn't like the light around. So either they repent and get saved, or they say, we don't want you to be our friend anymore. That's fine. Yes, reach out, hang out to the sinners. But be careful that they don't become the ones who influence you. Be careful that you're not getting your affirmation and companionship and friendship from them because when that happens, it's, it, that's when they begin to influence you. That's when you, you, you do things to be accepted. If you want, It's one thing to go win them. It's another thing to say, I want to be accepted by these people. I want to be loved by these people. I want to be in their group because to be in any group, any social group, requires you to live by, to embrace the standards they have. Does it require you to get to drink? Does it require you to be loose morally? Does it require you to take drugs, to smoke weed? What's it require you to do? Does it require you to make fun of, of those who are seeking to make their path straight? Does it require you to, to uh, embrace and, uh, attitudes and ideas that are unchristian? That's not what Jesus did. That's not what Paul did. 
That's not what any of our, what you should do or any of our kids should be doing in order to win the loss. No, we love them. I do this on campus all the time. I'm around unbelievers. They know where I stand. But believe me, many of them know I love them. Many of them know I care about them. Many of them know that I accept them. Many of them know I will listen to them. You care about them. You reach out to them, but you reach out there to win them, not to become like them. The other verse, the tension of 1 Corinthians 9 would be 2 Corinthians 6, or the, the balance, the, the verses that we hold in tension so that we don't just have one or the other is 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Here we go. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God says, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord. And do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. And I'll be a father to you, and you'll be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And so both these verses need to be held, both these concepts. I become all things to all men that I might win the more, but I also, what have I in common with these people who are going a different direction in life? They're not my companions. They're not my deep friends. My friends are those who fear the Lord. My friends are those who love God. My friends are those who follow Jesus. That's where I open my heart and become vulnerable and truly, truly embrace as my deep friendships. And so we come out and we're separate. So both these concepts need to be held in tension with one another. Do we become friends with an unbeliever? Sure, to win them. Do we become friends with an unbeliever to become vulnerable, open our heart and seek their, their love and acceptance as, as approval of my life? Better not, because, because bad company corrupts good morals. You say, Tom, they're not bad people. They just have a different religion or, they're, or they're, they're just not following Jesus. They're not off, you know, drinking and, and getting, getting wasted and doing drugs and, and cheating and stuff like that. No, but even the secularism, even the good moral person who says, I'm moral without Jesus. I don't need Jesus to be good. can be a corrupting influence in your life. Be careful. Be careful. Watch out. If you have bad friends, what do you do? If you have bad friends, well, the, the verse I think of is 2 Timothy 2.22. Flee, flee youthful lust and pursue righteous faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. That's who our friends should be. That's who our intimate friends. That's who we really draw close to. That's who we are vulnerable around. That's who we allow into our heart. That's who we give the permission to really build us up and vulnerability not only lets them build you up, it makes you susceptible they could hurt you. Those are the people we allow deep in our heart. We trust them as they prove themselves faithful to God. If you have friends like that, value them, treasure them. Don't let them go. Value them and treasure them. If you don't have friends like that, trust God to give you some because we need that. We are social creatures. Our kids are social creatures. We want ultimately the approval of God, but every one of us, we're loving people. We are to love. We're social. We're to have relationships. Remember, 
bad company corrupts good morals. Do not be deceived. 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. We all think we can be the exception of the rule. We all think, I know people, I can date an unbeliever and I'll lead them to Christ. I can have close friends with unbelievers. I won't get involved in those things. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Many, many persons I've seen who said, I'll, I can date an unbeliever or I can be involved in this. It's not long before they're corrupted. Remember, if you got a clean glass of water and you put dirt in it, the, 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 the clean water doesn't make the dirt clean. The dirt makes the clean water dirty. And that's what happens when we mix ourselves, our relationships with people who, aren't, who, who are bad company. The companion of fools will suffer harm. Father in heaven, we pray today and thank you so much for good friends that we have. We thank you, Father, for good people in this world who fear you and love you, who will motivate us and challenge us and encourage us, and stimulate us to be good people, to walk with you, to have faith, who will lift us up, who will stimulate us to be serving and loving others, stimulate us, encourage us, motivate us to get into the word and to be, to be holy people. Thank you, Father, for people like this. We need them in our lives. We pray those, those relationships will be protected and guarded. We pray, Father, that we'd have a unity and a friendship, long-lasting friendships. Lord, I, I thank you for people like that. I pray this live stream would meet that need in people's lives. And yet, Lord, we also know that you said bad company corrupts good morals. I pray we take this warning to heart. I pray, Lord, that we would understand there are people. You said, beware of men. There are people that are dangerous to us, people that, that will undermine our faith, people that will undermine our morals, people that will seduce us to sin, people who will entice us to temptation and tempt us. Father in heaven, I pray today, protect us from such people. You said there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Sometimes we don't even realize how tempting, how seducing certain people can be. Father, sometimes our children, we pray for them, guard them, put a protection around them, put a hedge of protection. Cause our children to make, to choose, and our grandchildren to choose good friends. Cause them, Lord, not to, to be attracted to the rebels, not to be attracted to those who will, will uh, corrupt them, not to be attracted to those who will drag them down. I pray, Father, our children and our grandchildren would be attracted to people who will lift them up, bring out the best in them, inspire them, encourage them, motivate them, lift them up higher and higher to be more and more what you have created them to be. I pray for this, Father. I pray, Lord, for our kids, if they have bad friends, give them the courage to change those friendships. Give them the security Help them to know they're loved by you. Help them, Lord, to choose the approval of God rather than the approval of men. Help them be willing to accept rejection of men if it means they're doing what pleases you. And Father, if, if our children lack that courage, uh, I, I pray that even their friends might no longer want them around. I pray particularly, Lord, for young men or women who are involved in, in, a, in, a, in a dating relationship with someone who's not a Christian. Oh, Lord, I pray you said we should guard our hearts. And I pray that our young youngsters would not give their hearts to someone who doesn't love you. 
give their hearts to someone that's going in a whole different direction in life. It's so easy. It's so easy to be attracted to someone who, who you like or they're pretty or handsome or, or they make you feel good. And yet, Lord, if they're going in a whole other direction, I pray our youngsters would, would just have a commitment that they'll never fall in love. They'll never give their heart to someone who's not given their heart to you. I pray for this, Lord. We pray today for our youth. So many have fallen away. They've been, so many things have, 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 have destroyed the faith of this next generation. Lord, there's so many who are lost, so many, and we pray they would come back. We pray they'd repent. We pray they'd find you. We pray they'd fall in love with you in a whole new way. Pray they'd understand the love of God. I pray they'd understand there's hope. I pray they would not lose heart that they can come back. There is a way back to you. I pray they'd not lose heart in that. Give them that faith. Bring circumstances into their life to rescue even those in our, of our own children and our own extended families, those that are far from you, give, Lord, design instances and circumstances and people to come into their lives to bring them back to you. You can do that. Your arm's not so short that it cannot save. Your ear is not so dull that it cannot hear. We thank you. You will hear the cry of those who cry to you. We pray these things today. We pray and ask you these requests we believe it would glorify you, and we pray these things in Jesus' holy name and for his sake. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, God bless you today. You have a great day, okay? If you're new here, a special welcome to you. I hope you do hit the subscribe and notify button and share this with your friends. And if you're here day by day, I love you guys. So glad you're here. Keep coming back every day. Let's get stronger and stronger and stronger for the Lord. We've, we've made great progress, have we not? Let's keep getting stronger for the Lord. These are days that require us to be men and women of great faith, great love, great courage. Make sure that you are joining me day by day, and I pray that this daily dose of God's Word will make a difference in your life. You have a great day. Walk with the Lord. Be filled with the Spirit. Don't let anyone take away your joy. That's our strength. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. Until then, God bless you. Bye-bye.